You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's move to tight ends. I have Travis Kelsey at number one. Uh, big surprise. At number two, I have TJ Hawkinson. But I'm kind of tempted, man. Trey McBride, you know, he's right there. Like, yeah. I think I, I like the matchup a little bit more with Hawk. But, like, what do you think, man? Trey McBride's right there at number two, isn't he? Uh, I, I like the matchup quite a bit more for Hawkinson, so I do have him ahead of McBride. But we talked about this on our live the other day. I Trey McBride is a quote main guy now at tight end. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right. we just came up with that on the fly, but That's I right. think he's a an every week start. So even if you you know, because there are probably teams that have Hawkinson. I think I know a few that have Hawkinson and McBride on their rosters. Um, I think he's flex worthy for sure if you have like a Hawkinson or something because he's just been getting targeted a ton lately. You can tell Murray trusts him. Um, he was a good prospect coming out of Colorado State. So, I know I like him a lot. Uh, he, yeah, what is he at? Nine targets, nine targets, seven targets, nine targets, 14 targets in week eight. So, yeah, he's probably, if not the most highly targeted tight end over the last six weeks, he's right there. You know, it's funny because, you know, I, I was talking about the, the single high and two high safety looks uh, of these defenses. There's only two tight ends that flourish against both of these type of coverages. Number one, Travis Kelsey. Number two, Trey McBride. It doesn't matter what kind of coverage he's being he's he's given this year. Yards per run, still up there. He's still he's still producing, yeah. which is it's just great to see. That's something you love to hear if you have him in Dynasty, because that means that he's oh. uh, ha- he's hashtag good. Yeah, he is good. Yeah. All right. Uh Evan Ingram's at number four for me against Baltimore. Um Davis Allen last week against Baltimore. That's who it was. Davis Allen. Um that, that's the rookie Rams tight end right there. That's who you're looking oh, for. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I tried to I just know I tried to add him in a dynasty league and I but I had no fab money left and I <laughs> only took one dollar to outbid me, so I was kind of mad about it. But, there but you yeah, he, yeah. Tyler Higby did come back to practice, though. Just keep that in mind, guys, in case you're okay. thinking about streaming him. But um, but Evan Ingram at Baltimore, the matchup, you know, Davis Allen against Baltimore last week, 450 and a touchdown. 
Okay, Gerald Everett the week before that, four for 43 in the touchdown. Tanner Hudson the week before that, four for 49. David Njoku, six for 58. Trey McBride, 10 for 95 in a touchdown. Evan Ingram is going to be just fine in this matchup. He's been on a tear these past two games. No Christian Kirk. Volume is guaranteed. Um, I, I, like I mentioned, I don't love Chris, Calvin Ridley in this game. So I think we mm-hmm. see another Evan Ingram game in this one. Yeah, I I I dodged a bullet last week. I was looking through, you know, when I I don't know if you're the same way, but when I try to come up with like my start sit uh, posts, I try to come up with more fringe start sits, like like really where you have a, a hard time deciding, and, and that could be players like an Evan Ingram in a bad matchup. But I was like, I can't I can't recommend sitting him. He's just getting right. targeted too much. Because Cleveland is just stout versus tight ends. And right. thank God I didn't because he comes up with 33 <laughs> points, 12 targets, 11 receptions, 95 yards and two touchdowns. He's got three touchdowns over the last two weeks. Um, obviously can't bench him. He's matchup proof at this point. That touchdown regression was coming, man. Right? He, he oh, was it came third. big time. I had just huge written about it too, like the day before he scores that touchdown against Cincinnati, and uh, it came big time. He was third in the NFL in targets coming into the game uh, two weeks ago before he scored his first touchdown this year. It, it, it made no sense that he wasn't scoring. This was going to happen. This is always what happens. But this is a good time for him to decide to start that regression you know, to the mean, right? So it's, it's a great time for it to happen. And I would say I would say those, you know, the people in Dynasty Leagues with Kyle Pitts, this can happen to Pitts too, you know? Like, he yeah. gets a good quarterback, like – Games like we're seeing out of Evan Ingram are going to come for Kyle Pitts at some point. Maybe not in this coaching regime, but at some point they're coming. <laughs> Speaking of Kyle Pitts, I, I, I kind of like Kyle Pitts this weekend. I'm afraid to say that, unfortunately. I totally understand everyone's hesitation with Pitts. I don't have him as like a top 10 tight end this week. He's he's right there. But, you know, you know, this is always when he shits the bed, like this kind of matchup. But... <laughs> You know, 90% route participation the last two weeks. That's come up uh, a ton um, over the previous several weeks. Two top 12 finishes over the last two weeks with that 90% route participation. And this matchup against Carolina, they run the highest rate of single high coverage, uh, single safety coverage. This That's the type of coverage Pitts does best against. He ranks ninth in yards per route run against single high. So he could have a decent game this week. I still have him outside my top 10, like I mentioned. But I would not be surprised if he finished top 10 this week. A little bit of a streamer, you could say. Yeah, I'm not quite as high on him. Um, I just, I, I get everything you're saying. Uh, I just, the route participation, that what you, you bring that up gets me a little bit more into him. But still don't, I still don't trust that he's going to get targeted enough. Um, I do think the matchup's a little bit tougher just in general against Carolina. Um, where did you say you have him? I got him at like tight end 15. There's there's a few guys there that I bumped ahead of him, like like a Logan Thomas. Um, I have him at I have him at 15. <laughs> okay. That's I have I got him. 15. All right. So, yeah. you know, forget everything I said. I, me and Fra- we're on the same page. <laughs> I have him I, at 15. So, yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's ha- just that there's a lot of these fringe tight ends, like the Logan Thomas, Friar move. You know, I, I don't know if I'll push tougher craft above him, but like a lot of these guys that, have good matchups, Kate Otten, that are kind of in that area where Pitts is for me. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Now, uh, Sam Laporta, he has a pretty good matchup this week, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> and I know you brought why you brought that up because he's going against my 
Denver Broncos. And you know what? I, I figured it out, Frost. So I, I just have this ingrained in me that Denver just sucks versus tight ends because I just have so many memories of tight ends destroying them. And to some point, <laughs> to, to an extent, it's true. They give up the second most to the position on the year. But I thought about it. Let's just think since I've been a kid, the Chiefs had Tony Gonzalez, so we had to see him twice a year. Yeah. And then they go from Gonzalez in that same division, the, the Chargers had Antonio Gates. Yes. And then the Chiefs get Travis Kelsey. So maybe <laughs> maybe I just think that the Denver's always horrible against the tight end because I have to see those tight ends like three or four times a year play us, you know? So um, but yeah, Laporta, I've got him ranked as my tight end one this week. <laughs> I think he's you had be like, better than Kelsey. You had like two two years of like Darren Waller, like you know, killing you. Oh, guys yeah, too. we had some like, Darren Waller time too. Yeah. No, I, I think I think Laporta puts up. I think this could be one of those like twenty nine point games for Laporta. I think he's gonna, and and mainly because not only are they not good against a tight end, um, they're good against wide receivers. So I, I do think Laporta is going to get targeted a ton in this one. You know, Sam Laporta, his yards per route run uh, in single high versus two safety looks. It's it's crazy the difference. Okay, two point seven five yards per route run compared to zero point nine two. So That's luckily, luckily this week he is on the positive side of that. Okay, so because the, the Broncos they run single high at the eleventh highest rate in the league. Uh, so there's a huge difference there. Like that delta is crazy. So I think this week, you know, Laporta, you know, he's been up and down. You know, you always want him in your lineup, but like I think this is the week where this is a week where you you know you can kind of feel happy that he's in your lineup and feel pretty confident that he's going to do his thing. How are you feeling about Dalton Kincaid though? Uh, Knox came back last week. It didn't really seem to interrupt Kincaid much in terms of opportunity. Um, you know, his his route participation didn't come down. Uh, not the most production, but the targets were there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, no, I, I'm still, I still like him. It's not, it's not a, a great matchup. I still, I did move him down compared to some of these other tight ends based on matchup. Like I've got him at tight end 11 this week. So I bumped him below guys like Njoku, Isaiah Likely, Dallas Goddard, who I think have better matchups, but um, not overly concerned about it. He does still this, you know, if you want to go off the eyeball test, he, he looks, he looks good. He looks like a mismatch. Um, and, uh, the Bills are going to have to score. Dallas, high-scoring team in the NFL, um, they're going to have to score to keep up. So uh, I, I think he's going to have a decent game. You, you know who I don't think is going to have a decent game this week? George Kittle. He 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 He's somebody who, you know, he didn't do well against his team the first time around. But I, I think it's because of the type of coverage that the Cardinals run. And the Cardinals already a pretty tough matchup, right? And for tight ends in general. He he really thrives against single high coverage. You know, and but like I mentioned earlier, the Cardinals run a ton of two high and the lowest rate of single high and Kittle destroys single high. So, this might not be his week. You know, it makes sense because the last time, you know, he went up against them, he only had one catch. 
Um, so uh, I'm tempering expectations on Kittle this week. He's been getting it done, so he's probably going to be. And if I have Kittle, like he's probably going to be in my lineup because it's so hard to bench him in his upside. But if he doesn't have a big week this week, I I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, he's my tight end five. So unless you got McBride, Hawkinson, Laporta, or Kelsey, I'm starting him. Um, and, and then it depends on if you, what's going on in the flex. But um, he's just so I, good I, I, that it just. I I think I'm starting Jake Ferguson over him i think i'm going i think i like jake ferguson um you know dalton schultz is an option for me if uh cj stroud ends up playing which it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case so yeah. uh, i i might kittle might end up at six for me this week. yeah and i think he's in kind of a tier with i would say ingram ferguson i almost want to say like those three kind of make up a tier for me as like yeah. the, the third tier maybe of these tight ends um right. so no, and he did. He did nothing. Or I guess he didn't do – he did okay. He got, like, just under 10 points last time he played Arizona on seven targets. But like you said, that was when Debo was a little more banged up. Uh, Debo obviously getting more work in this one. Um, it's just hard to count out Kittle, especially you saw that big play he made last week. Like, oh, yeah. he can he can house the ball at any point. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, unlike I get what you're saying. Any other but, tight end. Unlike any other tight end. Yeah, unlike – yeah, yeah, Absolutely. All right. So, um, yeah. So I think that's going to do it for this episode, man. I, I, I do want to ask you, though, are there any tight end streamers that you like this week? You know, besides the guys that we just mentioned, like you, you mentioned a couple, like you mentioned, like Tucker Craft and you mentioned K. Dotton. Um, you know, there are several tight ends that have good matchups this week that, you know, you're usually starting most weeks. Um, but, you know, in case that, you know, people are doubling up on tight ends, that sort of thing, uh, if you had to reach, you know, further down past the top 12, are there guys that, you know, you wouldn't mind throwing in your lineup? Well, yeah, it depends on if he's a streamer anymore. But Isaiah Likely, I like this week. Um, yep. I got him at 10. Uh, Logan Thomas, I like a lot this week. I've got him um, as my tight end 12. So I think he could do really well. And then you mentioned Tucker Craft and KDOT. And I really like those guys as well, um, just based on their matchup. Um, and then Friar Moose, I don't know. I would assume, I, I think he's still a streamer. Um, I think he's got a decent matchup, especially in the red zone against uh, Indianapolis, who's giving up the second most red zone targets in the league. Okay, that's good to know. What, what about defenses? Defenses this week, so... Um, by the way, Falcons. by the way, our first defensive streamer segment of the season. Please, take oh, it away. All right. Well, it's, it's perfect <laughs> timing for the playoffs, don't you think? <laughs> yes. Yes, I like it. So, uh, Atlanta for me. Well, so here's the thing. I didn't. I do this post every week talking about streaming defenses, but I did not bring up Las Vegas because I think when I was creating the post, I didn't know Herbert was going to be out yet for the for right. the year. Um, so they jumped up quite a bit for me. I moved them now. Max Crosby is questionable, so I do think he makes a difference a little bit in this matchup if he doesn't play. Like I'm not quite as high on them. I might move them down a couple pegs, but um, of like streaming defenses, Atlanta is one of my favorite. Um, Bryce Young just can't complete passes, and he gets sacked all the time. That game's going to have a lot of weather. Um, so I don't – I love Atlanta in this one. Um, I like the Raiders, like I just mentioned. They're my uh, number five defense on the week. Just the Chargers are just obliterated, so they play tonight. Um, I'd at least get them to block your opponent, if anything. Um, I love the Rams this week against Washington. Washington can score. They can get yards, but they also get sacked and turn the ball over a ton. Um, and this game is in SoFi, so I like the Rams. 
Um, I also like the Bengals this week uh, going against the, the, the backup to the backup, Nick Mullins, <laughs> who I think is a decent backup for like a start or two. But I think Cincinnati, I think they could come through in this one. I got them at nine. And then a, a kind of sneaky underrated defense or, uh, over the last couple of weeks has been Chicago. I don't have them ranked quite as high. And you probably don't need to pick up Chicago because these other defenses we're talking about, um, you probably either already grabbed them or they, they should still be available. But Chicago, sneaky good. I know Joe Flacco's looked good the last couple of weeks and he just got that, finally got signed off the practice squad. Uh, but I don't know. I think Chicago, uh, I think they could be decent in this one against the Browns. Well, if we're, look, we're talking real football, Chicago's defense has really stepped up over the last several weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They're not the same defense that they were early on in the year. It's kind of like similar similar to the Broncos, right? I think those two defenses yeah. are the two defenses that looked really bad to start the year um, and then just kind of turn things around and are way better than they were you know, early on, right? So uh, I, I, well, I really appreciate that insight for sure. Well, and also they sacked Jared Goff four times last week, and that's yeah. not like a, like that offensive line isn't. It's a decent offensive line in Detroit, um, and I know Cleveland's got a decent offensive line too. But Joe Flacco, being the statue he is, I yeah. gotta expect they, they could easily get four sacks in this one as well. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.